वेलकम एवरीवन टू बातों का काफिला विद कुशाग्र जोशी अ पॉडकास्ट वेर वी बिलीव इन शेयरिंग पीपल्स विजडम एंड देयर जर्नी फॉर अ फर्स्ट एपिसोड वी हैव विद अस मेजर मोहम्मद अली शाह हु इज एन अवार्ड विनिंग एक्टर एन आर्मी वेटरन अ टीवी पैनलिस्ट अ मेंबर ऑफ द इंटरनेशनल फिल्म फेस्टिवल ऑफ ऑस्ट्रेलिया एंड अ विजिटिंग फैकल्टी एट द विस्लिंग वुड्स इंटरनेशनल so welcome on board and enjoy the journey so so welcome to the first episode of baaton ka kafila with kushagra joshi and to all our viewers for our first episode we have with us major mohammad ali shah so thank you so much for being here it's an absolute honor to have you with us thank you kushagra thank you very much it's an honor to be here thank you for inviting me over and for all our viewers major mohammad ali shah is an army veteran a scholar statesman who's had a successful army career holds a degree from iim calcutta is an international tedx speaker a tv panelist an award winning actor a board member of the international film festival of australia and a visiting faculty at the whistling woods international with his diverse backgrounds and career pursuits He embodies what every young person dreams of achieving. Today, Major Ali will share his journey from his formative years as a part of an armed forces family to being an army officer himself, excelling in academics, including his journey at IIM and his transition into the celluloid as an actor, a jury, and also a motivational speaker. Over to you, sir. Thanks, Kushagra. What can I say? I say that I'm overwhelmed that you have invited me over here. Thank you very much. And all the good things that you read about me, all the good things that you spoke about me, I don't think I am deserving of any of them, because we all have our struggles in life. We all have our own battles, and I have been battling my own struggles out in life. So, but there's some background noise coming from my house. I hope uh, there's another webinar going on in progress in the no, of my father's. I hope. That's what I hope you aren't being disturbed by that. No, sir. All right, super. So it is uh, really overwhelming. But one thing I, uh, the message I give to all my listeners is, never quit in life and never give up very easily. Don't let anyone tell you that that is something you cannot do. Listen to your heart. Your heart will give you the answer. Let the heart answer come from your heart. If your heart says, now is the time. You should quit. Not your brain, your heart. Now, if you have logic and emotion to choose between the two, logic and emotion, heart and head. Vishal Bhardwaj Sahab, when I was shooting Heather with him, he said, "Gulzar Sahab, I told him, agar logic or emotion ke baare mein choose karna hai, always choose emotion. Ab emotion choose karenge, logic will fall in its place." आप केवल लॉजिक से ही जाएंगे जरूरत नहीं है कि आप हमेशा सही हो सो पोएम बाय रुडियाट किपलिंग माय फेवरेट पोएम व्हिच आई वुड एडवाइज टू ऑल द यंग जनरेशन ओवर हियर इफ यू कैन कीप योर हेड व्हेन ऑल अबाउट यू आर लूजिंग इट ऑन यू इफ यू कैन ट्रस्ट योर सेल्फ एन ऑल मैन डाउट यू बट मेक अलाउंस फॉर टू If you can wait 
and not be tired by waiting. Lied about, don't deal in lies or be hated. Don't give way to hating. And yet, don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. There to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools. Or oh, watch the things you gave your life to. Broken. And stoop and build them up with one or two. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss. And lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and snoo to serve your turn long after they're gone. And so hold on when there's nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither force nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much, if you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, <laughs> yours is the earth and everything, that's in it. And which is more, you'll be a man, my son. So hold on, guys. Listen to us. Thank you, Chakra. Yes, sir. Absolutely right, sir. That was really motivating. And that was very true indeed. Anything you'd like to ask me? Yes, sir. So you've grown up in an army family. And so even coincidentally, when I grew up in an army, being brought one and brought I, in fact, uh, Shagra and I, we go back many years, about three generations, because we know we knew his grandfather very well, and we were neighbors in Allahabad. And of course, I mean, I we know I know his parents. We have great regards for them. Come from a wonderful family, and it's great to be interviewed by somebody like him. And of course, I met Kushagra when I gave my motivational talk at Nirma University in Ahmedabad. 20th December 2019, just a few months before the pandemic came about in India, at least. Yes, sir. So, and you... And it was a great talk. And, you know, Nirma University received my talk with so much of love and so much of appreciation. I was overwhelmed to see that they started giving me standing ovation for my talk even before the talk was over. Yes. Normally, you have experienced the phenomenon of a standing ovation after a talk. But talk ke darmiyan, talk ke beech mein, log adar saman kar rahe hain aur khade ho ke tali ho ja rahe hain aapke liye. Izzat se. That really meant a lot. And I will never forget that. It has been a very encouraging factor for me. Thank you. To Shagra and to all your friends from Nirma University who were there that day. Thank you. I'll convey the message, sir. Sir, I was asking that you've grown up in an army family. You grew up in a boarding school. You've mentioned in a lot of your talks. So how was the experience of being from an army family and growing up in a boarding school at the same time? 
it wasn't very uh, different or difficult, I would say, but uh, because in the army, we follow the same regime. Jo boarding schools mein hota hai, subay ko ke, you do PT, you away from your family, you, uh, you have everything regimentated as per timetable fixed. Is time pe ye karna hai, is time pe khelna hai, is time pe nahana hai, is time pe homework karna hai, is time pe classes honi hai, is time pe extra curricular ki activities honi hai. And in the army, the exposure we get, we travel, we are actually, uh, we are well-read, being army brats, we have traveled, we have experienced more. So we certainly have a chip over the others, definitely coming from an army background and why not so? Rightly so, in fact. So, but my childhood wasn't a very pleasant childhood though. Because I was this boy who would stammer, stutter, lisp, get stuck while speaking. Who didn't have any friends. Nobody wanted to be friends with him. I was failing miserably in my studies, in my academics. I didn't like studies at all. In fact, I didn't want to study. A lot of my friends, in fact, in the army said that I ran away from studies, so I joined the army and I found myself studying even more and still running for that matter. So it wasn't very different but it was it disciplined me. Our country today needs a dose of discipline. Because life as an army brat is very different and life as an army officer yourself is very different. So because I came from a boarding school, I didn't really experience uh, any difficulty during my training apart from um, failing in one particular subject consistently. That was a DST, the drill square test. I failed in my last attempt, first attempt failed, second attempt failed, third attempt failed, then there was a midterm break. Then all the kids went home to meet their families. I wasn't allowed to go home for my midterm break. I was, I stayed back in academy. And then the academy reopened. The fourth attempt failed, fifth attempt failed, sixth attempt failed, and the last and the final attempt also I failed. I wasn't allowed to take part in the passing out parade. And, but despite that, I led the Republic Day parade contingent on 26 January 2008 Rajpath, saluting the President of India in New Delhi with two fractured legs. And if I could do that, we all can put anything we put our mind to, we can achieve that. Right, Kushal? Very well agreed, sir. Totally agreed that sometimes it's all in your head. If you believe that you can do it, you definitely will do it. So, sir, that you mentioned that you faced a lot of challenges throughout your journey and your childhood wasn't a very pleasant one. You had a lot of challenges both with your academics in boarding school and even after that throughout your journey. So, can you please share your mantra to overcome those challenges and staying focused? The mantra is very simple. The mantra is never quitting. See, I'll tell you another poem, especially poem for these difficult times. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will. When the road you are trudging seems all uphill. When the funds are low and the debts are high. And you want to smile, but have to sigh. When care is pressing you down a bit, rest in the past. But don't you quit. See, life is queer with its twists and turns, and all of us sometimes learn. 
many a person turned around and might have asked, stuck it out. So don't quit. Though the basics flow, you may win. But the other blow, often the goal is further for a failed and faltering man. Often a struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learned too late that the night came down, how close he was to the golden crown. And you never can tell how close you are. It might be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your hardest hit is when things seem worse. You must not quit. That's been a mantra. And you know, adding further to that, don't quit when the tide is lowest, for it's just about to turn. Don't quit over doubts and questions, for there's something you may learn. Don't quit when the night is darkest, for there's just a moment until dawn. Don't quit when you've run the furthest, for the race is almost won. Don't quit when the hill is steepest, for your goal is almost nigh. Don't quit, for you're not a failure unless and until you fail to try. And if you think you're beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win, but think you cannot, there's almost a kinch you want. If you think you're outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win the prize. For out in the world we find success begins with a person's will. It's all in the state of mind. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster men. But sooner or later, the person who wins is the one who thinks he can. I love poems. I love poetry. So, Sohanlal Dvithi ki kavita hai jo ke Harivansh Rai Bachchan sahab ke naam se mashur ho gidi social media pe. Kyo? Kyunke Amitabh Bachchan sahab ne isko kaun bane ka karod pati mein kahi kha tha. So, loog ko lagge lagge ki ye shayad Harivansh Bachchan Rai sahab ki poem hai. Lekin baad ne Bachchan sahab ne isko clarify bhi kya hai, tweet bhi kya hai ki ye Sohanlal Dvithi ki kavita hai Harivansh Bachchan Rai sahab ki nahi hai. लहरों से डरकर नौका पार नहीं होती कोशिश करने वालों की हार नहीं होती एक नन्ही चीटी जब दाना लेकर चलती है चढ़ती दीवारों पर सोपार मन का विश्वास रगों में सांस भरता है चढ़कर गिरना गिरकर चढ़ना ना आखिर उसकी बेकार नहीं होती कोशिश करने वालों की हार नहीं होती दुखिया सिंधु में गोताखोर लगाता है जा जाकर खाली हाथ लौट आता है मिलते नहीं सहजे मोती गहरे पानी में पड़ता दुगना उत्साह किसी हैरानी में मेहनत उसकी आखिर बेकार नहीं होती कोशिश करने वालों की हार नहीं होती असफलता 
एक चुनौती है ऐसे स्वीकार करो क्या कमी रह गई देखो और सुधार करो जब तक ना हो सफल नींद चैन को त्यागो तुम संघर्ष का मैदान छोड़ मत भागो तुम अरे कुछ करे बिना ही जय जयकार नहीं होती कोशिश करने वालों की हार नहीं होती सो इफ यू ट्राई यू नो व्हाट द लॉ ऑफ एफर्ट्स इज लॉ ऑफ वेस्टेड एफर्ट आई वुड से भाई जो बाघ होता है जो शेर होता है वो हिरण के पीछे दौड़ता है ओनली सेवेंटी परसेंट टाइम इट फेल्स थर्टी परसेंट टाइम इट सक्सीड्स वेन वी सो अड इट नी नॉट बिकम अ प्लांट और ट्री दफ्टर फ्यू बहुत कम हम एक मुट्ठी में भर के पत्थर मारेंगे एक टारगेट पे तो एक पत्थर शायद हो सकता है लगे उस पर बाकी ना लगे तो कोशिश करते रहिए लगे रहिए डटे रहिए हिम्मत रखिए हौसला रखिए आप अपने मंसूबे में पक्का कामयाब होंगे अगर इरादा सही है तो और अगर इरादा पक्का है मजबूत है फौज में हमारा एक उसूल होता है मेरा इरादा एक गोली एक दुश्मन आपको नजर आ रहा है आपका लक्ष्य आपका एम यू गॉट बी फोकस्ड इन लाइफ टूडे यूथ समेट अपर माइंड यही करना है यही हासिल करना है ये होना है जिंदगी में तो वो होएगा आपके साथ पक्का होएगा एंड इट इज दावर ऑफ विजुअलाइजेशन इट इज नथिंग बट द लॉ ऑफ अट्रैक्शन अगर आप पूरे जैसे फेथ कैन मूव माउंटेन्स अगर आप पूरे यकीन पूरे विश्वास के साथ कोई चीज कर रहे हैं शिद्दत से शाहरुख खान ने भी बोला ये ओम शांति ओम में आप खुद पसंद करते हैं ना उसकी बात तो मानेंगे तो आपने बोला है अगर किसी चीज को पूरी शिद्दत और सच्चे दिल से चाहो तो पूरी कायनात आपको उससे मिलाने में लग जाती है ये दरअसल पौलो कहुलो ने दल्कमिस्ट में कहा था इफ यू ट्रूली डिजायर समथिंग फ्रॉम द बॉटम ऑफ योर हार्ट द होल यूनिवर्स कंस्पायर्स टू गेट इट टूगेदर फॉर यू totally agreed so very much agreed because so basically so you can say that do you believe in this concept have you heard or believe do you believe in this concept which is called the power of manifestation if you heard of it very much very much i totally believe in it and i totally believe in the power of positive thinking and i always believe that acha sochenge to acha hi hoga all that you think and you speak comes true hakikat ki baat hai dosto ye तभी कहते हैं अच्छा सोचो अच्छा बोलो अच्छी चीजें करो एंड द लॉ ऑफ कर्मा इट ऑल गेट्स बैक ऑल कम्स बैक गुड एज वेल बैड एज वेल ऑलवेज डू गुड टू योर सेल्फ एंड टू अदर्स सो यू हैव मोटिवेटेड अ लॉट ऑफ अस द यूथ बोथ एट निर्मा एंड थ्रू टेडिक्स टॉक्स हु हैज बीन योर ग्रेटेस्ट इन्फ्लुएंस ग्रोइंग अप माय ग्रेटेस्ट इंस्पिरेशन इन लाइफ इज माय फादर who was the deputy chief of the army staff and thereafter he was the vice chancellor of the aligarh muslim university i served under his command in the army when i was a young captain as his adc when he was a lieutenant general so but it was a very tough period of my life people think it was a paid holiday or a party it wasn't it really wasn't it was a real hard task master i had to salute general shah and call him sir and salute mrs shah incidentally my mother and call her ma'am and i had to be very professional with them meet them in the office hours work for them work with them brother 
and most importantly learn from them observe them observe how he does what he does how he is so successful so he has been my greatest inspiration and of course his younger brother mr nasiruddin shah my chacha so when you have such towering personalities in your own family and you look at them and you like wow i want to be like this i want to be like this as well they say you can't have best of both worlds you can have your cake and eat it too and never put your feet in two boats at the same time the best way to do too many things is to do one thing at a time so i joined the short service commission to do five years live the life of my fathers in any case countries like israel singapore korea it is compulsory to join the army at least for a few years to do a stint in the army and if you see most of the successful actors in hollywood have all done a small stint in the army and then they've come as soldiers in fact clint eastwood was in the army elvis presley was in the army i can give you a whole list of them who are in the army but in india that's not the case so i said let us why follow the path do something of your own and create something of your own so i created the path of joining the short service commission and then i saw the life which my uncle mr nasiruddin shah was living by doing theater i did film that in fact i worked with him on stage i shared the stage with him i shared the screen space with him as well learned from him the best craftsman the best ustad the best guru the best teacher i've thought of the best mentor exactly so because a lot of us in the youth we are we aim to become like you we a lot of them aim to become actors and come into the industry but a lot of them i'd say at times follow the wrong role models or have the have a very wrong perception or the aim for quick success i would say so how important is perseverance according to you how important is it to stick to one goal for a very long time because i've seen people they start something they fail once and then they quit i've seen people quit so how important is it to stay persevered towards one thing that you aim for See, there's nothing as following a wrong role model because if you have a role model, then obviously you look up to him. You idolize that person, right? So now, secondly, people who want to become actors, let me tell you a very honest thing. दो दाना बंबई में ट्रेन भर भर के लोगों की आती है जो एक्टर बना जाते हैं और उतनी ट्रेन वापस भी जाती हैं। हकीकत की बात ये है कि ये लोग वहाँ पे एक्टर बनने नहीं आए होते हैं। ये लोग स्टार बनने � रुपया पैसा कमाने आए होते हैं नाम शोहरत धन दौलत कमाने आए होते हैं दे कम फॉर द ग्लैमर ग्लिटर फेम मनी दे हैवन कम चेजिंग द क्राफ्ट और द आर्ट और दे नॉट पैशनेट अबाउट एक्टिंग यू शुड वॉन्ट टू बिकम एन एक्टर इफ यू ओनली इफ यू आर पैशनेट अबाउट एक्टिंग बिकॉज यू लव एक्टिंग यू शुड नॉट वॉन्ट टू बी एन एक्टर बिकॉज यू वॉन्ट टू बी रिच एंड फेमस दैट्स अ बाय प्रोडक्ट If it follows, great. If it doesn't follow, you will still be loving what you do. My work, for example, I am a public speaking coach. I run a public speaking academy where they are children right from five year olds to their parents to their grandparents who get trained in public speaking from me. But I'm not saying they get trained by me, but we work together. I would say we learn from each other. I teach one to learn, 
I teach one to learn. Even I learn a lot from them. So my advice is, guys, do something which you are genuinely passionate about. मैं अपने काम को आज तक कभी काम नहीं समझा उसको हमेशा अपना पैशन समझा है। I speak a lot of passion. I'm a very passionate guy. So you got to be passionate about things. अगर रुपया पैसा ही कमाना होता तो I I'm an ex-army officer. I've done my management from a Premier B school like the IIM Calcutta. I have worked in the corporate sector. I've been a CEO of a company. I could have done so many other things as well, but I chose to do that because I am passionate about it. And if you love to do what you do, if you enjoy what you do, you will never have to do a hard day's work for the rest of your life. Agreed, sir. Very well agreed. So, sir, there is this line in one of William Shakespeare's writing which says that all the world's a play and all the men and women merely players. So, how? That's from Seven Stages of a Man, the poem Seven Stages of a Man. All the world is a stage and all the players merely actors. So, sir, they have their entrance. Do you believe in those lines? Like, according to you, are those lines? Can those lines be related to life? Very much. In, uh, very much i so relate to those lines when i was a student i was playing the role of a student when i joined the army i was playing the role of an army officer when i joined the corporate sector i was playing the role of a corporate guy and then as i do theater i was playing the role of a theater actor that it fills i was playing the role of a film actor so now that i'm a public speaking coach i enjoy affecting lives as a motivation speaker as a public speaking coach i love spreading positivity and if you can help someone to think in the right way in the positive direction in the right way is very gratifying i totally agree sir because even i am a spoken word poet i do shows i write a lot i have performed in fact there was a short story writing in gujarat so i came into the top 10 in the entire state i was there in the entire top 10 in the entire state for a short story and it is very important to be true to your art because as performing artists if you are not true to your art is what i believe is if you are not true to the art you cannot put your work out to the public the public will not relate to it unless you are absolutely true to it what is your take on that see i'll give i'll tell you a small story a man walks into a sculptor's chamber and he sees a beautiful statue at the entrance to greet him he looks at this magnificent statue and he's like he's really admiring wow and he goes inside he sees the sculptor making another statue carving another statue which is exactly identical to the one that he saw at the entrance so he says oh you are making a replica of that why don't you sell that to me i will buy that from you the sculptor says no that is going to be broken destroyed and thrown away Why? Because it has a defect. What defect does it have? Let me see. He goes and looks. He doesn't find any defect. He tells the sculptor, "There's no defect. I don't see anything in that." He says, "See, if you look carefully, behind the left ear, there is a white dot which has come by mistake, and that should not have been there." He goes again and he looks. He doesn't find any white dot over there. He says, "No, it's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong in that white, that statue." Ha! 
You may not be able to see it, but I will be able to see it with I have made it. And as long as I would know it has a defect, I will not be at peace. That is why I will destroy it. That's perfection. That's being true to your craft. That's integrity. Being honest to your own self when no one else is watching you. Which I learned in the army. There are very good quality I learned from the army as well. So you've got to be true to yourself first. Only when you are true and honest to yourself can you be true and honest to the world. So it's very important to be true to yourself. Totally agreed, sir. Very much agreed. And so, sir, we saw two nationwide lockdowns. We are in the second nationwide lockdown. We are in the process of unlocking. And everything has seemed to come at a standstill in these lockdowns. So how have you kept yourself motivated? How have you kept yourself productive? And what is that one advice that you will give to our generation so that they can cope up with this pandemic and keep themselves going? Actually, I would somewhere disagree with the fact that everything has come to a standstill in this lockdown. Not everything. Majority of the things. Not everything. In my case, let me tell you one thing. In the month of February last year, 2020, my neighbor bought a very big luxury car. March, my lockdown ho gaya. He couldn't drive his car. The luxury car, very expensive car. A lot of money. I had a skill, ability, a talent on which I had worked upon. It was not an inborn talent. I had to really, 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 really slog and work extremely hard for that, which was my skill as a motivational speaker. Through my life experiences, through failures, struggles, hardships, heartbreaks, I learned from all those. And of course, the ability of conveying a point in a very effective manner. I was to visit the Cambridge University in 2019 to deliver a talk in London. Like the way I delivered at Nirmai University, like that. So I couldn't really go there because I was shooting for a film which Priyanka Chopra has produced called The Broken Window. And so they said, sir, do a webinar for us. I'd heard of a term called a seminar. I'd never heard of a webinar. They said, it's very simple. We'll send you a link. You'll be connected to us wherever you are. I had a mental block to technology. I did not know how to do, how to open the link and all that stuff. I said, no, I don't have to And we left it there. Thereafter, when this lockdown started, I remembered that yes, there's something known as a webinar. And I broke my mental block towards technology. I signed up immediately for Zoom, Google Meet, WebEx, Teams, did an Instagram Live, did a Facebook Live for the first time in life. I had just created a YouTube channel. Uh, I had some seven subscribers on that channel. I want to do a YouTube Live. Then get to know that you at least need 1,000 subscribers to do a YouTube Live. So I sent my YouTube link to my friends on Facebook, on WhatsApp, told them, please, yeah, subscribe. And it had good content as well. And in less than a day, I had 1,000 subscribers to my YouTube channel. I had over 1,200 subscribers that day. And I did a YouTube live that day. So it's now they, it is about 4,000 plus subscribers without... After that, I didn't promote the channel, but if you want, you can subscribe to it. The one who are listening on YouTube by my name, Muhammad Ali Shah. It has over 500 videos and 16 of my TEDx talks, which is the highest of the world, out in India as well. And scenes from films that acted in like Heather, Agent Vinod, Bajrangi Bhaijan, Vodka Diaries, 
Tashkent files, and other films that I have done. Anyhow, so my advice is, on one hand, where malls, companies, markets, coffee shops, cinema halls were all closing down, they were suffering losses, they were trying to dehire their employees or cut down their salaries. On the other hand, I also knew of ventures and companies which were not just making profits, they were making multifold profits. And which companies were these? These were the digital companies, the online companies. I signed up to these apps and I was doing motivational talks. I was on paid webinars. I did online theater. Two films of mine released online on OTT. Yara on Z5 with Vidyut Jamwal, Shruti Hassan, Amit Saad, Vijay Varma, myself in the lead cast. It's been directed by Thigmar Chaturdia. And Avrod, which is a web series on the surgical strikes, which is there on Sony Live. So where I've played a para-commando. I opened up an online digital public speaking academy where I train right from small children to celebrities about how to conduct themselves in webinars and in interview, how to speak effectively, how to get rid of their speech fright. I trained them in theater, dra drama, debate, speech, diction, pronunciation, clarity, a lot of things, effective communication, basically. So what did I do? I basically converted and adversity into an opportunity. So we all can do that. So the tagline is when the going gets tough, I learned in the army that tough get going, right? Now I say yes, when the going gets tough, the tough gets online. So go online and you can explore. Use your imagination, use your creativity. There's so much we can do. It's all in the mind. Yes, sir. So and as Pablo Neruda, a Nobel laureate from Chile, wrote this poem, this poem that he tells in his way, educating people, he's telling people how to live their lives. He says, you start dying slowly, you travel, you appreciate yourself, you don't listen to the sound of life. You start dying slowly, kill yourself self-esteem, not let others help you. You start dying slowly if you become a slave of your habits, walking every day on the same path. Not change your routine. Not wear different colors if you do not speak to those you don't know. You start dying slowly if you avoid to feel passion and then turbulent emotions. Those which make your eyes glisten and your heart beat fast. You start dying slowly if you do not change your life when you are not satisfied with your job or with your love. You start dying slowly if you do not risk what is safe or the uncertain. If you do not go after a dream, if at least once in your lifetime, you do not run away from sensible advice. That's another advice I would give. Thank you so much, sir. So one last question, if you have a minute. And that is, sir, we've seen that you were, you've been in the army, you went on to a career in the corporate sector, you became an actor, and subsequently now you're a motivational speaker. So, and they say that change is the only constant. So do we see another transition probably into the field of progressive nation building and politics? Well, I have been a political analyst for a lot of TV channels, and uh, I'm open to everything. It's not that I have closed my mind that, no, I will not do this. No, I'm, I'm open to everything, whatever comes my way. And I'm open to exploring. And I'm open to experimenting and trying new things. 
so we cross the bridge when it comes till now right now i'm enjoying motivation speaking and motivation speaking something i have been doing right from my school days from the army days when i was in the army when i was posted at the border the line of control i would motivate my men by telling them stories of captain vikram batra captain anuj nayar captain manoj pandey you know and i would feel good that i am being able to lead people being a leader like in the corporate sector i learned about management i learned about what a boss does but in the army i would learn what a leader does so uh, the difference between a boss and leader a boss drives his team a leader coaches them a boss instills fear leader instills enthusiasm a boss depends on authority a leader on goodwill a boss says i me a leader says we a boss says get there on time a leader gets there ahead of time a boss fixes the the blame for the breakdown a leader fixes the breakdown the boss knows how it is to be done either shows how it is to be done the boss says go the leader says let's go the boss uses people the leader develops them the boss is concerned with today the leader also looks at tomorrow the boss commands the leader asks the boss never has enough time the boss takes time for things that count a boss lets his people know where he stands the leader lets his people know where they stand a boss is concerned with things a leader is concerned with people a boss helps his wants people to produce a leader helps his people to produce a boss takes the credit a leader gives it away so who are you a boss or a leader think and take action to be a leader not a boss under advice exactly so all such pearls of wisdom for all of us thank you so much sir for being here and just one last your i wanted your views on one thing which i very personally believe that they say that i mentioned just a while earlier that change is the only constant how strongly do you believe or what is your take on the saying that change is the only constant i totally agree with you you know the greatest risk in life is not having taken a risk at all people who don't take risks in life are taking the greatest risk in life actually and life is short life is unpredictable we never know what happens in life what tell me one thing what is the guarantee kushagra that i'm not trying to be pessimistic over it's a realistic thing i'm saying that this could be a last webinar or the people who are watching us and this could be the last webinar that you watch or the last conversation you watch there's no guarantee there's no guarantee to anything in life so live life king size live life as if there's no tomorrow don't have any regrets in life live life to its fullest if the mountain seems to big this is poem by laura ding edwards she writes if the mountain seems to big today climb a hill instead if the morning brings you sadness it's okay to stay in bed 
if the bath feels like you will drown or the shower stings like needles, don't throw away your crown. A day is not a lifetime, a rest is not defeat. It's just a quiet kind of treat. The mountain will still be there when you want to climb again. Climb it in your own time. Just love yourself. We sometimes make a big deal out of small, small things. It's okay. You make a mountain out of a molehill. It's all right. Relax, guys. Not the end of the world. Must around. Push around. Don't take life too seriously. Enjoy life. Enjoy life. It's meant to be enjoyed. We work very hard. Why? So that we can enjoy life. Right? But many of us spoil our health working hard. And when we work hard, we get success. We cannot enjoy that success. So it should be happiness we should be looking for. And when you're happy, you will automatically attract success. And all the strength is in the mind. If I could lead the parade, which is there on YouTube, a 28 seconds video, the Republic Day Parade saluting the President of, of India with two fractured legs on painkillers, all of us can do anything in life. Everything is possible. There's nothing in this world which is impossible. It's only our thinking. You're not your age or the size of clothes you wear. You're not a weight or the color of your hair. Not your weight or the dimples in your cheeks. You are. All the books you read and all the words you speak. Where your croaky morning boys and the smiles you try to hide. Sweetness and laughter and every tear you've cried. You know the songs you sing so loudly and you know you're all alone. The places that you've been to and the one that you call home. You are the photos in your bedroom and the future you dream of. You are made of so much of beauty, but it seemed that you forgot when you decided that you are defined by all things are not. And to all the students who are watching here, I would, the, all the young minds, all the, the youth, Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States of America, wrote a letter to his son's teacher. When his son was starting school, and what did he write? He wrote, my son starts school today. It is all going to be strange and new to him for a while, and I wish you to treat him gently. It's an adventure that might take him across continents. All adventures that probably include wars, tragedy, and sorrow. So, dear teacher, will you please take him by his hands and teach him things he will have to know? Teaching him, but gently if you can. Teach him that for every enemy, there is a friend. He will have to know that all men are not just. All men are not true. But teach him also that for every scoundrel, there is a hero. For every crooked politician, there is a dedicated leader. Teach him that 10 cents earned is of far more value than all are found. In school teacher, it is far more honorable to fail than to cheat. Teach him the wonder of books, but also give him quiet time to ponder about the extreme mysteries of birds in the sky, bees in the sun, and flowers on a green hill. Teach him to have faith in his own ideas, even if everyone tells him they're wrong. Try to give my son the strength not to follow the crowd when everyone else is doing it. Teach him to listen to everyone, 
but also to filter all that we hear on the screen of truth and take only the good that comes through. Teacher, to have faith in his own ideas, even if everyone does it, they're wrong, as I just said. Teacher, to sell his talents and brains to the highest bidder, but never to put a price tag on his heart and soul. Let him have the courage to be impatient. Let him have the patience to be brave. Teach him to have sublime faith in himself, because only then he will always have sublime faith in mankind in God. This is the order, teacher, but see what best you can do. He is such a nice little boy. And he is my son. So, what's the advice, guys? Thank you so much, sir. It was an honor talking to you and a pleasure to have you on our inaugural episode. Thank you so much. And looking forward to interacting with you in the near future. Thank you, Chagra. Take care, Vita. Thank you so much, sir. Have a nice day. Bye, Vita. Okay, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned till we meet next.